36 of the GB7 podcast. It's the guy everybody loves, nobody likes. Reporting to you straight from the PCB building with PCB CEO Boosh. What up? It's the GB7. Only Moni gone. She got her little oh. vacation day. So it's just the guys. We bringing the original vibe back. <laughs> we gotta try to we gotta try to fight through without the funny money. I know yeah, some of y'all are already checking out. Like I don't even listen to here, Monica. I don't care. Yeah. That's how I started. We gonna make you proud, Moni. Don't worry. Yeah, she she uh took her little day bridal shower. Yeah, but have a good time. Make some take some pictures. Yeah. Bring some content back. How was your week, boo? Oh, week was straight, man. Uh, shit. Yeah, you know I'm saying work, 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 brother. That's all we can do. Work was cool. Yeah, work was straight. Um, made it through the week, and um, you know, did some uh, some classes, um, some class time at the studio. You know what I'm saying? Just what y'all working on now? Uh, really, we ain't working on nothing. Like usually during the week when I co- when I go in during the week, um, other than the Tuesday. It's usually to uh, sit in on some sessions. So it's usually like a studio session of somebody mm-hmm. doing whatever they're doing. And I'm just like in the background, just applying yeah, the wall, yeah. trying to look at my mentor work, do his thing. What y'all fucking with on the book side? Uh, the book, it's the midterm time. Work. Raw midterm. It's midterm time. Yeah. Man. You studying? I, I don't need to. I'm raw. <laughs> I'm raw. <laughs> Need to rock. I right? got this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like all the shit that we've been, been through so far, the first half is kind of stuff that I was already doing. Mm-hmm. It's just that it brought another a, a new light for for yeah. me. So it's like second nature already. But then you giving me all these background stories of what I've been doing. So it's like uh, now I know why I do this. Now I know why I do a lot why of things. Why that do that? Now the yeah. second half is going to be more of plug-in processing and just really getting into the nitty-gritty of what you really doing though right, now. Right, so right. now we about to get into that so but the i mean i'm ready for the midterm I, uh midterm mean you you halfway through brother yeah i already already did the uh, sine wave project so that was that was part of the midterm to do the sine wave project explain to the listeners what that was uh, so you know for a lot of people who don't know what a sine wave is a sine wave is um Beep. That's what a sine wave is. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just a it's just a noise. <laughs> and you have to take that noise and turn it into a whole beat. You gotta take that noise and turn it into a snare. You gotta take that noise and turn it into a kick drum. You gotta take that noise and turn it into a melody. You gotta take that noise. Just a beat. And turn it into a bass line. Like wow. I did all that, and it's so amazing to do, dude. It's it's a it's a crazy. It's it's all about plug-in processing and how you use plugins. Mm-hmm. You can turn that sine wave into whatever you you can imagine. You did that sound. at the studio at Lava, or you did it here? I did it at home. It, it was a home project. Uh, I did it on my laptop. Um, they give you a video of somebody doing it, uh-huh. so you see him kind of doing it, and then you take it and turn it into yours. You know what I'm saying? You don't. You just be like, all right, this is what I came out with. You know yeah, what I'm I gotta hear that shit. That's a pretty dope ass little beat. It's it's, kind of, it's cheese. It's a cheese beat, but it's dope, dope. Yeah. Because if you knew what it came from, just that you one like sound. all that from that one little beep sound. Like yes, dude, I processed that and made that happen. Yeah, so that was the first half of my midterm, which I already completed. Um, and then I gotta do an actual test. So, which is really all the stuff you've been you didn't learn and. All the stuff you get to do. So. You record with AG Convos. Yeah, AG. Wednesday. Yeah, he had his daughter on and her friends from from uh, California. Shout that out was to my. That was that was a good good pie right there. Like they are, they're both twenty years old. You know what I'm saying? We got a little 
one of them young-minded people. Female aspects. Yeah, of how they translate things. Weird, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He had asked for Bug to be on, but she was going through some shit. Yeah. She couldn't fucking make it. But I would have loved to fucking have sat in on that with her and his daughter just so she could see what life is like yeah. for somebody else, you know what I'm saying, who ain't had that. Yeah. It was funny though, cause on the pod it was uh we we started the pod and they on the phone. Both of them was on on the phone. She called her girl three way, and um, all of a sudden we hear sirens in the background. So we like, so Arthur like, who got sirens back there? No, I know it went from California. Mm-hmm. So you like, gotta be on miles. Cause you know that's what she at. Like yeah, she in the hood. <laughs> that's exactly what goes on in the hood. Oh, so Tamaya recorded over the phone. Yeah, she didn't come in. Oh, I got you. Yeah, so she wasn't actually here, but she uh, did a three way call with her friend on the, over the phone, and it it came out kind of dope. Yeah, I know you did your job. Yeah. Record with the realest real. Uh, no, we didn't record. Uh, shout out the realest real. You know what I'm saying? We didn't record, but. We are on a need to know basis now. So, if if they need me, they'll, let you they'll come down and record. Um, they're trying to get their at home space recording yeah, going. Yeah. So I get it. Uh, so they didn't record me this week. Um, so maybe in the weeks to come they might shout out down. them guys. Yeah, work, do just, some work. Just working. We working, baby. Yeah. <clears throat> My week was pretty fucking chill. I was. So apprehensive about going back to work and wanted to keep scamming the government, but I had to go back. And I'm I'm with a new company. I'm still in the union, but I'm just with a new company. And the company I worked for before had a big push to make you be a foreman and run work. So you had to be on top of ordering all your material and dealing with the general contractors and going over blueprints and figuring shit out and laying shit out. <clears throat> and it was a huge push to do that. And I never really wanted to do that. I just wanted to come do some plumbing and then go home. I don't want to talk to people and have to deal with talking with the office and ordering shit. This company I'm with now is the complete opposite. I come, they ask me whatever I need, like what you need, um, like tool wise. The other company wasn't so good with tools. They would rent tools or it'd be old tools that wasn't efficient. This company, like, what you need, bro? What's going to make your day easier? You know what I'm saying? So when I got there Monday, I had my knee pads or whatever. I was doing the weights. It's a lot of work on your knees. I seen this dude had a niller. It's just like a little pad, but it's easier to fucking just drop down and do some work on them like keep adjusting your knee pads so yeah. i'm like oh shit i need to get one of those where you get that from he like i ordered it and my mind is so confused because my other company you can't even order gloves you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so i'm like you ordered it he like yeah just tell him to get you one i was like hmm so he was like no just take mine matter of fact i'm not doing it he was doing some overhead work so he like just take mine i'll order one out i was like all right so um the dude, it's a guy who don't don't work with the tools. He just walk around and ask you, what do you need? What fittings you need? Do we need to order anything? What can I get you to make my your day go good? Right. So I seen that dude, and I'm like, uh, Mike, <clears throat> I took Harold's knee pad. Can you order him out one? Because I'm going to just use his, and I want to get him another one. He was like, yeah. He like, what else do you need? And I was so perplexed. I'm like think you can get me a cart. I got a cart at home, but he like, yeah, I'll get you a cart. And what else? And I, I just froze like, mm, nothing. <laughs> I don't even know, don't even know what the fuck is happening <laughs> right now. I told Derek that and he said in one of those books, I think it's, he said 48 Laws, but I think it's The Art of Seduction, maybe. They say when you negotiate with somebody, know exactly what they want and offer them, like, three things. And then one of them, you throw out exactly what they need. I'll get you this. What other two things do you want? 
and they be so fucking happy that they got the first thing they wanted that they normally like don't ask for nothing else. <laughs> yeah, they like, don't. dude, I didn't even know you was gonna give me that. <laughs> right, right. You you got me that. I'm straight. And he he must know that fucking rule because soon as he said it, I I was like a cart. He was like, all right, what else? And I was like, nothing. This trick, but it's just a great. But company. knowing that you get you got that luxury to actually ask every day that you yes. go to work and be like, listen. This to make my job so much better. Yeah, I had tr- trouble yesterday. Today is gonna be a better day because I got some. I got something for you to order. Yeah, man. <laughs> so Monday and Tuesday, Monday through Thursday, man, I was fucking kicking ass. I thought since I was off for them eleven weeks or whatever, I was gonna be like rusty. rusty. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. But I got in there and fucking the first day, dude was like, "All right, I'm gonna keep you with." My dude, Tater, who got me the job, he's like, I'm going to keep you with Tater, and you and him just bust this out. He like, y'all just go and do the thing. So two days we did the waste. He was like, you're working real good. He fucking give you attaboys all the time. and yeah, You don't yeah, get that at the yeah, other company. It's always it's, like, it's great you feeling. can do better. You can do better. He like, bro, you kicking ass. He like, so we're going to put you on the gas. We started on the gas Thursday on the third floor. We were supposed to cap it off. No, we started Wednesday on the third floor. We were supposed to cap it off Thursday on the fourth floor and test it. But we got so far ahead, he was like, well, just do the gas on the fourth floor and we'll cap it on the fifth. And test both. Yeah, so we did that. And me just doubting myself being rusty. I'm like, fuck, we're going to have a leak. I'm going to have to find this shit. Man, we did that shit. We put the test on Thursday. We finished the fourth floor Thursday, put the test on Friday morning. That shit held rock solid. I was like, fuck. Wow. I I ain't fucking up too much. Round of applause for my nigga. He working, baby. Nope. But then Friday, everything I touched turned to shit. I mean, that's, 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 I mean, of course you have your bad days though, bruh. I step away from shit. I'm like, that shit crooked as fuck. I got to cut it out and put couplings on it. And I'm like, ah, this shit ain't level. Shit was back pitched. Couldn't figure out how to hit shit. I'm like, oh, my God. But I got through the day. Yeah. And I know it can't get no worse than that. So Monday going to be a good day. Yeah, you know Sam. Yeah, I, 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 that's that's good shit, though, bro. So all you people scared to go back to work, just do it. Yeah, it ain't. You ain't losing nothing. Yeah. And, and it feel good. You know what I'm saying? Feel good to get up every morning and go and get something accomplished. Yeah. Come home. You know you got a check coming. That's sweet. Yeah. We got to kick it at Auntie Alicia party yesterday. Her oh, 61st beautiful yeah, queen. Man. My beautiful queen's 61st birthday. That yeah, shit was fucking. That was, a, that was a movie right there. Man. That was a movie. Man. Auntie Alicia is a, a fucking trap queen. You you Every year I think like this party can't get no better. Ooh, they got this. Ooh, they got that. Then this year she added a fucking patio. Fucking DJ, the light set up. All that. The ambiance is crazy. Yeah. Little tents everywhere. And then they had old school music playing the whole day. But it was like the vibe was like there, though, regardless of what music was being played. We had a good time, bro. Moni was out there dancing. Yeah, Moni came through. <laughs> I was like, oh, look at Moni. She in this bitch. The and party all the time. She a, she a whole vibe in herself, though. You She's know what I'm saying? Like, she she turned up everybody time. who came around her. Yeah. And I was like, look at Moni. She work in the room. Yeah. Even if she didn't know them, they'll stop and talk to her. And they'll have a conversation. And I'm like, you don't even know these people. You just, they vibing out with you. She would be asking, though. She like, who is that right there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, ah, that's Ronald, little brother. Well, you was like, that's Ronald, little brother, Ralph. Mm-hmm introduced them and that was just I was off in the cut but I seen it happen yeah it was it was an emotional moment because once he found once he found out who she was it was like he kind of stopped in his tracks and it was like Matt sister oh and it's like it turned his face turned into this sad moment and I was like look what you done did to Ralph and she's <laughs> like well I'm sorry I didn't mean to do that and she was like I was just telling him who I was <laughs> And she, he just, he sat next to her and talked to her for a minute. I don't know what that conversation was about, but he talked to her for a minute, then he walked away. And I was like, 
Uh, he needed that, I guess. He needed to see that. You know what I'm saying? Whatever I gotta, he needed out of that. <laughs> I got to ask her, is it awkward when I always introduce her to people as Matt's sister and they had that look like, oh. And they could see it. Because like, that, that North knows so much about Matt, though. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. for them to, to, for you to put her in that situation where it's like, this is Matt's sister, it's like, if they never met her, they like, oh, oh. this is a piece of Matthew. Right. And and he's here. Yeah, and she act like that nigga. <laughs> he's in the he's in the building <laughs> through his sister. She act like that nigga. Act just like this nigga, man. Own it. Yeah, I was happy to the turnout, and that shit kicked off beautifully. <clears throat> man, it was a beautiful man. I, the backyard was jumping when I left. And like I left the party at like nine thirty. I'm an early bird. I had to get out. I, I got things to do in the morning, yeah. so I know it. Uh, and I got up out of there at like nine thirty. I went to the front. The front was a movie. <laughs> yeah, both sides of the street. The front yard was a movie. It was girls out there. <laughs> I don't know if Ralph had that whole vibe out there like that. That's how I normally go. He had it jumping in the front. And here's here's how, how shit transition. <laughs> I used to be the dude who had a front, like, at her parties. It'll be all the old people in the back, and I would have all my friends come over, and we'll be in the front. In the and front. Just go check on the old people, take out the trash, make sure, you know, be respectful. We ain't get too crazy out there. But now, I didn't move to the backyard. Because <laughs> you part of the old people. <laughs> and the young niggas, they continued the tradition. They still and going. kept the young party in the front. Man, they going in the front. And I'm like, man, it's weed. Everything just going in the front. Shout out, Ralph. He, uh, he definitely put on for his mom. Two bottles of Ace of Spades. Oh, my God. Bottles of everything. Big bottles of Patron, man. It was a fucking movie, man. Shout out, Derek. Derek was the best bartender ever. Like, you asked for some Patron. You getting half of that cup filled with Patron. It ain't no shot. He pouring freely. All that. That's you. <laughs> and shout out him for building that motherfucking patio. Oh yeah, that patio stupid sweet. I helped, but I, I can't take no credit in that, man. That was all his work, man. That nigga is a fucking monster. The work he put in on just arranging shit, getting all them chairs out the basement, man. She I don't know how many people. I wonder how many of our vibers, our listeners, have enough chairs and table space to sit like 70 people. Man, man it was a lot of people. <laughs> that, she, oh man, that was a great party. I had a great time. Yeah. Dave was even saying like, if I ever got married, I would probably get married back here. <laughs> back here, man. It's just, it's two, they got three lots. <coughs> it's two houses. <coughs> It's Granny, rest her soul, my angel. I know she, the reason why I am so blessed is because I got people like that watching over me from above when I got people on earth praying for me. But it's Granny house, Auntie Lacey house, and then the lot. It's a field, right. So we haven't even began working on clearing out the yacht. That's that's the project for next year's thing. But two yards, two nice size backyards. Two huge ass backyards. Fenced in. And it's the little, the little driveway side on the other side. Yeah. It's a it's a huge space, two decks. Ah man, street it, filled with cars. <laughs> it's it's just a beauty. I'm and, and music loud as fuck. I'm like man, they do they got niggas just it happens so much every year it happens so. It's like the neighborhood just participates. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nobody calling, talking about this too loud, even though it's too loud. You know what I'm <laughs> ain't no arguments. Everybody knows it's like family. Yeah. It's a loving situation. I, I just appreciate that because it's not a funeral. You no. know what I'm saying? We ain't getting together mourning or hugging each other we because celebrate. somebody passed. We hugging each other like, bro, I ain't seen you since last year, yeah. last party. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, some people I don't see for a year. My dude, Pook. Shout out my dude, Pook. I don't get to see him all the time. But when we see each other, it's like a, a second never left. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You'd be like, dude, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Shout out DJ. I seen DJ was like, he was supposed to be on the pod today, but. We'll get you on the pod, we, dude. We, we, we went to the gun show this morning. We was we was on our, our gun shit this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Boots had told me last night. I, I purposely. Uh, Take a couple of days off 
and hydrate a lot right before Auntie Lucy party because I know I'm going to go hard. So uh, I went a little hard in the paint yesterday. And Boost was telling me, like, it's a gun show. If you uh get up in the morning and shit, we can go before we pop. And I'm like, what time it start? He like, 9 o'clock. And I seen it in his face. He was like, ain't no way you get you up. You going to get up, right. I'm like, dude, the way this party going right now, I don't think you're going to, you barely going to make it to the pod. <laughs> yeah, I, I got home at like midnight, went to sleep at like 1.30, 2 o'clock. But I got up at 7.30 and I was like, if I go back to sleep, I might not even make it to the pod. <laughs> I was right. so fucking happy. I'm like, I'm going to just get up, get dressed, head to boosty shit now. So I called him like, I called him and he ain't answering. Yeah, it was so like, like 8.44 in the morning. And I, and it's crazy though, because I'm laying in the bed asleep. And something just told me to open my eyes. And I opened my eyes. And I was like, I seen that it was light outside. So I'm like, damn, the sun up. So I reached over and grabbed my phone, looked at the time. It was exactly 9 o'clock. And I'm like, damn, I slept till 9? I usually wake up at like 8.30. Because I usually have my alarm, but I guess I turned it off. But when I looked at the phone and seen it was 9, I looked at... I had a text message and I mean I had a missed call from you at 8.44 and I'm like this nigga here he own it <laughs> I got instantly up like let me get up call this nigga what up he like shit I'm five minutes away oh shit let me throw on something <laughs> when you ain't answer I'm like ah this nigga done left to go to the fucking gun show I'ma just pull up and go to sleep until he come back <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so happy you was with me though cause I would've been lost in that bitch we barely even got to the gun show <laughs> when you get to the gun show <laughs> if you go to the gun show it's two different parts of the gun show it's like the uh, what do flea, they, market. flea market yeah. part of it yeah. and then it's an actual door You a whole separate building you gotta go in where the guns are. Because we only seen, like, what, three, four, like, broken down old rifles type yeah, shit. Yeah, people in the, in the flea, flea market, market was selling guns, but they were selling, like, old shit. Yeah. Nothing new. Some yeah. people had some bullets. You know what I'm saying? So you thinking, like, is this the gun show? And then uh, we was walking around in the flea market part, and Boosie was buying some shit. And I just asked this dude, like, it's not really a lot of guns for the gun show. He like, no, no, no. You gotta go right. to the blue building. I look, I'm like, blue? I think he was like Chinese or something. Yeah. And he the, was like, no, go to this building. The, the green <laughs> building, right there. You pay $7 to get in. I was like, oh. And this ain't Asian hate, bro, because that dude was super cool. Yeah. I know it's yeah, the he thing was, with the no, Asian. No, no, we ain't hate that. that dude, he, was, he saved he our He saved us. We, we was like, thank we, you so much. We was much. on our way to the car after yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's the weakest gun show ever. <laughs> I ain't never going to a gun show. That was my first gun show but then we went in the spot and you go in the spot and yeah, yeah. man they got that shit take the OPPP to the gun show <laughs> you scamming man. they got that shit if you scamming and you got the cards hit me up bro. I'll pay I'll give you half for the yeah. for the thing thing man they got that shit I, I bought a I got a bean for the 40 you know what I'm saying? Then I got a, I got some 40 bullets, hollow tips, and regular. June 12th. 12th. Yeah. yeah, so June And where 12th. was that at? That was uh, Minner. That was in, on, it was on Minner Avenue. It's basically in Painesville, though. But it was on Minner Avenue. Um, uh, 1301 Miller Avenue. And then what did they say? Like the 17th is in Berea? July 17th yeah, is July, in Berea? Yeah, they said they got one in Berea in July, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm glad. That was my first gun show. I never been to a gun show. Mm, that's definitely a vibe. Yeah, Dave Dave talking to the people, man, telling them about guns and they like, "Dude, you know a lot about guns." <laughs> he like, "Yeah, it's my first gun show." He was like, "Shit, I wouldn't how the fuck if you know all this shit like you he talking gun talk." I love guns, man. Dude, and the dude's like, he everything he said, dude, like, "Yeah, yeah, you right. You right. You know you know about guns, huh?" Yeah. We we figured out the shit we got to get, because our shit is kind of, you got to have one specific gun out here if you want all the bells and the whistles. If Man. you want all the to if it make your life so much easier yeah. if you just go get you a Glock. Yeah, Glock. Just go get you a Glock, man. Glock. The Smith & Wesson joints is cool, and I know people into the fucking Kimbers and all that shit, but if you want to be able to go somewhere and get all the bells and whistles, just get you a Glock. They had all that shit. Nigga, <laughs> they had it. And you just had to have a Glock. 
You had the Glock. Moosey like, it. oh, they got it. It's, it's the 40 right here. They like, no, that's for a Glock. That's for a Glock. He like, oh, I didn't even read that part. I didn't even read that. Oh, here's one, though. No, that's for a Glock, too. We like, god damn. Ugh. All the fucking holsters, Glock. It, it's it's cool, though. You know what I'm saying? We gonna, we, we gonna tear. I mean, they had the Smith & Wesson shit, but it sold out real fast. Yeah. So he was like, I, we, I had it. We came, we on, came a Sunday, on a Sunday. Yeah. And it started yesterday on a Saturday. So Saturday, they probably sold out a lot of shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then the rest is on a Sunday where people just coming out. Yeah, but, it's definitely a good vibe. I would suggest going. Maybe take your girl. It might be something a girl interested in. Because it's not just, like we said, it's a flea market side. And they got a lot of, they had all type of paintings and fucking, um, like, like tools and. Uh, uh, shit for your kitchen. Shit, yeah. Socks. <laughs> yes. Uh, whatever you want to see, dude, it was just there. Like, you just want to, if you want to go down there and just get some shit. And it was for the low. The flea market side, everything was for the low. For the low. You go in the gun side, you gonna you go in there with about two racks, you will come out of there looking real good. Yeah, man. <laughs> we walking in the door, dude was like, I got these two, uh, it was like two shotguns. Yeah. Or fourteen shotguns or something. He like five hundred dollars for both of them. I'm like, oh man, that's a good you got a good deal. He like, no, I'm selling them. Just walking out the before we even walked in, that was our first introduction even, yeah, to the whole we gun thing. Building. When yeah. he came out the building, talking about I got these two shotties <laughs> for five hundred right now, and we, I'm looking at them like I ain't even seen what they got in there for you to be trying to sell me that, right? You know what I'm saying? And of course, everything in there was like brand new, looked good. It was just like, nigga, we seen the Tommy gun with the goddamn drum. Yeah, yeah, there's some shit in there though. Yeah. You, it's, it's a, it's a had, price on all that shit. They had that Trump forty five. Trump, that <laughs> bitch was nasty too. I would, I don't like Donald Trump. But that but bitch that was gun stupid. Was hard as fuck. <laughs> that gun was, boy, that was a video. That was like a video. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? You in the video with Pooh Shiesty. Yeah. <laughs> I should have brought that bitch and gave it to Pooh Shiesty. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting. I'm, I'm hitting niggas with the Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, you smacking shit. Yeah, but fired. Yes. So yeah, we was. That was that was a good start of the day though. You know what I'm saying? Like got to see that coming off yesterday's extravagant party. Yeah, I forgot to call Banzi. Banzi had hit me up. I wasn't really paying attention to him. That's another thing I like about events like that. Like you ain't on your phone. You know what I'm saying? Like only time I got on the phone was to take pictures of Auntie Lisa. Yeah, like, I was taking videos you know too. Like I, yeah, yeah. My phone you was literally was... just sitting next to me. I cared less what was going on on that phone because <laughs> it was so many people around me and I was engaged. Yeah, man. The music was fucking so loud, so I missed Banzi Pants calling and shit. And he like, you on North? And I was like, fuck. The one dude I would have loved to show up, man. Auntie Lisi would have loved us. I dropped the ball on that. And I meant to call him, but Nigga, you know, you in and out of the state so much, bro. I don't never know where you at. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, he know to pull up. It, right. You know to pull up. If, if you, you asking say, them if you ask about North, nigga, you know to pull, <laughs> pull up. up. In that pretty-ass white Porsche. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Set the vibe. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a great event. Great kickoff to the summertime. You know what I'm saying? It's about to go down. It's a lot of good events. Cuz just bought a boat. And I'm like, dude, you bought a boat? He like, yeah, man, this man eight bands on this bitch. Shout out, cuz. And I'm like, damn, he's like, I'm about to have, I'm about to start taking niggas out on the water for like seventy five dollars an hour. And you just get on the water. I'm able to dock wherever. You know, they got all the restaurants where you can dock at. I can do that. You know what I'm saying? I got a boat. And that bitch nice though. It ain't even no bullshit ass boat. It's a nice ass boat. Man. And he yeah. like, I, I, I he told me about it. Cause I met him down there on uh, 55th, cause his son had a, a little flag football thing going. Um, had to drop him off some some bread real quick. But then, I once he told me about, it, I was like, I'm gonna ride past this dude's house, cause I know it's just sitting outside. You know what I'm saying? And I rode past his house, cause he stay off, he stay off Kinsman somewhere. So I rode down Kinsman. I see the boat. I'm like, ooh, he had it covered, but you can tell from the bottom, it's a brown. The bottom was brown, like a clean ass candy brown though and I'm like this bitch new I'm looking at it like oh yeah cuz got a big boat I just got my fishing license mm -hmm. and he said he got the fishing shits on the side where you can put your, your shit in the and rod. hold your shit and yeah. ride see like nigga I got all that shit on that bitch 
Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah, so we can get out on the water anytime. He like, cuz, just let me know. Y'all want to go out on the water, nigga? It's about to be a good summer. And I'm like, dude, as soon as I'm done with this school shit, it's on the flow. Art from AG Convo got a boat. Oh, yeah, his boat's stupid, though. He got he, his boat bigger than, than than his boat, but it's stupid boat. I'm, I'm, man, to be around niggas who doing shit like that is just inspiring. It's like, oh, we can do that? You know what I'm saying? Nobody. It's a, it's a whole nother type of world that people don't even get into. Once you get on that water and you get a boat and you see all these people going out on the water and they Jet partying... Skis. And they just park all their boats right side by side. And boat they go from life. boat to boat. Oh. Oh. you like, this is just a big old boat to boat party, huh? Ain't no judgment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, man. I want to be a part of that. And of man. course, you party, you party with mostly white people because they know. Mm-hmm. And then you got your some of your, some of your black people who know. You know what I'm see, saying? See, boat to me is bust out another thousand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I hear stories about people with boats. The storage fees, the maintenance fees. Like, and being here, you only get a few months out on that water. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, like, Art go out all the time religiously yeah. and try to get people to come down there because he only going to get so many memories a year on yeah. that bitch. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he's he's in a position where a boat is a boat. A boat is a boat. <laughs> they bust out another thousand. It's a boat. It's a boat. It's memories for my family. And my family have great memories wow. on that boy. Yeah. Come on. I can't wait to get on the water with Art. <clears throat> he too. I ain't even brung it up to him because he ain't offered it yet. But he I, always offered. I know he always offered, but you know when you about to go and yeah. you be like, "I'm going out on the boat today." Y'all trying to go? I'm out. He ain't said that yet. Yeah. Right now, it's I think it's more family time. But so when he be like, "I'm going out on the boat today," all right, I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. I I, I I skipped a few opportunities last year. I ain't doing it this year. No, nah, man. It's, it's, you only live once, man. You got to get out there and do things and say that you did them in your life, though. Yeah. When you get old, I, I work around a lot of old people, dude. And the stories that they tell me, it's like, you really lived a full life, my nigga. For real. Whatever you've been through, whatever you done did in your life. Like, I ran to this guy at work one to It was last this week. Um... And he sat at my desk and talked to me because I had to do a little uh, survey with him because he was checking. He was discharging. So I did a little survey with him. And after the survey, he one of his legs is gone up to his knees. So he started telling me how he uh, had to get it cut off and all this. But he was telling me before his leg was cut off, he was uh, uh, he was in the Navy. And um, he said he can swim two miles and run five <laughs> um he's like i i i was i i knew how i was one of the people who can drop from the helicopter on the rope with the guns like i was one of them you know right. what i'm saying like i was like oh shit he was like yeah he's like and I, you know what i'm saying navy we kind of uh got in cahoots with the marines so we i had i had a few a little bit of seal training you know what i'm saying like he's a dude was a beast though right right you know what i'm saying but he was kind of like a, he's old, so he kind of like a racist, I want to say. Because mm-hmm. the way he talked about white people to me, I, I can see how his mindset was. He was like, man, I used to, them rednecks, I used to be fighting them rednecks. He was like, man, I used to do all type, man. I was like, dude. He was like, I'm because he a small dude, so he like, dude, I had to fight my way yeah. around the Navy. You know what I'm saying? Like, show him that I wasn't no bitch. They might have made him a racist. Yeah. And he was like, and he was like, you know how they, they, they get sunburned real good. They used to be sitting out in that sun and be all red. They start talking that shit. I just start pushing their bodies. <laughs> he was like, dude, they can't, they, they don't know what to do with that. <laughs> they sunburned. He's like, I start pushing body parts. Like, Shout out that dude, man. <laughs> I like, and he, he, my, my, the, the way my office is set up at work, I sit like in the hallway because I'm like a receptionist. So I'm, I sit in the hallway where everybody can get in contact with me and everybody else got offices though around me. So, he talking real loud in the hallway, and if you got your door open, you just hearing yeah, him just going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying not to really say nothing because he's real racist. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, dude, what are you doing? So I had to end up getting up. Like, let me push you out in the hallway real quick because he in a wheelchair. Like, I'm gonna push you out because I called the escort for him, and I'm like, they gonna come and get you from right here. 
But he was a real cool dude, man. I like my racist races, yeah, man. That's on cool either dude. side, white or black, bro. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I, I, he was. I, I could see that he how he and he was blind, so he couldn't see. You know what I'm saying? So it was like he just talking, right? And he talking loud, like <laughs> that's the sense that's there. His voice. He just talking loud as awkward as fuck, right? <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, nah, do you know how many white off people in these offices around you and you just talking like this? <laughs> That's awkward as fuck, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my little funny moments from this week though with uh with him though. But uh yeah, these older people they they been through so much and they know so much and it's like, dude. I want to live my life like that, though, where I got stories, dude. I ain't going to die and be like, well, I party with my friends all the time. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Set in the house. I ain't accomplished nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I really ain't got no accolades behind me. Right. I got You got to get those. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to get your accolades, man. Somebody who deserve their accolades, Paul Mooney. Yes, Rest sir. Um... That's a person who lived this life to the fullest. Yes, sir. And has some stories to tell. You know what I'm saying? Paul Mooney was, he was definitely a funny guy, dude. When I was younger, I used to be like, this dude is angry and black. Like, because I was too young to understand. understand yeah. Like, really think about the shit he was putting out there. Mm -hmm. But as I got older, I was like, oh, this dude really don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Like... <clears throat> I, I'm gonna say this and make you feel uncomfortable. Like people will just get up and walk out on their sets. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a different type of comedy, man. And he was at one of the highest levels of it. Yeah, and he was and up there. You, you 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 seen when I first tapped into him? It was Dave Chappelle kind of introduced him to me. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really a fan until he got on his show. And you can tell what type of energy he brought because of who he came into the game with. Right. Dave Chappelle is the epitome of that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Make you feel uncomfortable with his comedy. You know what I'm saying? And Paul Mooney did the same thing. So he was like, I got to have these people with me. You know what I'm saying? And he had Paul Mooney on his platform, and that was great. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing, amazing comic, man. Um, when I was young, I, like, I always been a fan of stand-up. My mom got me into that shit, like, all, like kind of before Def Comedy. Like, she had Delirious. I think I, I tapped in Delirious. Yeah, I tapped in a raw Delirious she times. She had all that shit. She had the this, fucking They Martin used to be downstairs Lawrence. watching that shit and tell us to go upstairs, and we couldn't be downstairs while they was watching. But you hear them laughing. But we couldn't be down there. And I remember sitting at the top of the stairs, on the stairs, like, right there, and just, like, listening in. Like, I couldn't be down there, but I'm listening. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, they listening to Nasty, because he's telling nasty stories. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my mom just had all that sh And she would let me watch it. Like, when Moni was like, your mom kind of irresponsible. I was like, yeah, she was. She took a gamble, bro. The way she raised me was a... That was a crapshoot. But she had you in the most I'm comfortable. I'm show you the world. I ain't she had you, you in the most comfortable space, though, doing that, though. At the end of the day, like, you wouldn't have never thought to come in your house that your mama was that lenient on you on a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I fear my mama. Yeah. Like, I, literally fear. I, to this day, when, like, she get close, only thing I know I got is speed on her. Like, I can move. My mama got hands, bro. I don't play with my mom. Like, so, when people think of, when I say I be having, my house was the spot where we used to just turn up at. Yeah. It wasn't like we was turning up disrespectfully. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Never. It was like a, hey, Miss Wallace, go downstairs. We in the basement, door closed, you know. We yeah. doing our thing. Even when your room was upstairs, though, it was still, we came upstairs and we, and that door closed and we was behind that door doing whatever we was doing. But long as we ain't disrupt your mama's room right across the hall. We yeah. knew that. We yeah. knew not to disrupt that space. Yeah, yeah. But she, she would let me watch all them specials, bro. Like, Richard Pryor. Yeah, Richard I, Pryor was that. Bro. I was watching that shit when I was young, yeah, bro. Richard Pryor was that shit, too. 14, 15 years old. Like, what? This dude talking about freebasing and setting himself on fire, fire and yeah, shit. Yeah, all that. <laughs> like, 
What? I ain't know. I ain't even know what that shit was. I'm like, how did you take a spoon <laughs> and set yourself on fire? And he explaining the situation, and I'm sitting here like, All right, so what was he? He was doing drugs. Oh, and then you just, oh, okay. All right. Well, I ain't hip to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, I was shielded from a lot of the negative shit as a young kid. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? My mama was into church heavy. Right. So. A lot of the stuff that was going on in the world, we really was oblivious to because yeah. she didn't put us in those situations. <laughs> right. I grew up in the projects, but still, in the projects, you still didn't... I mean, unless you was outside with your cousins running around, you seen some crazy shit. But other than that, inside your house, you really didn't see no yeah. crazy shit. And a lot of people got the projects confused... Not to go off on a tangent, but to go off on a tangent. A lot of people got the projects confused as violent for the people to stay in there. It's no. really not violent for the people who stay in there. No. It's for, like, outsiders who come in there. Like, from my experience back in the day, it was, like, families who grew up for years around each other. Yeah. And the kids almost became, like, a brotherhood. You know what I'm saying? That's why, like, 40th a click or 30th a click. So when you down there, it's like, watch out for him, man. You know he ain't with the shits. He, he ain't in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Boom, yeah. you go play. Ain't nothing gonna ever happen to you. Yeah. And then this little badass Tommy who always trying to sell some fake dope. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. We <laughs> gotta know. fuck this little nigga yeah. up. You know I'm, what I'm, I'm, I got a crazy story. I was when I I was younger and I was in the projects, and I'm in a hallway. I'm going. I'm in a hallway. I'm going down the stairs and shit. And I and this little boy come out of apartment too, so he come out of his apartment. He like what up? I'm like, what up with it? You know what I'm saying? I'm talking to him. We, I'm thinking it's like, we just trying to be friends with each other. He like, uh, you want to shoot some dice? This is, <laughs> we young as fuck. I don't even know what, how to shoot dice. This nigga just asked me, you want to shoot some dice? I said, shoot some dice. He's like, he's like, you got some money? I'm like, no, nah, I ain't got no money. You want to play for your life? Wow. We young, I'm put down everything. We kids, dude. We can play for your life. I, I, I went back in the house so fast, dude. I said, no, nah, I'm straight. I went, I went right back in the house like, oh my this God. nigga was trying to kill me. You want to play for your life? That's what he asked me, though. You want to play for your life? He asked me if I had some money. I said, nah. He said, you want to play for your life? <laughs> Oh man! And he was—I I was looking at him as he was kind of younger than me, though. Even right. coming out, because I'm like this dude, little, little, little dude. So I'm like, and him asking me, "You want to shoot dice?" I'm like, uh, I, I mean, if that's a game we're gonna play, let's play. <laughs> yeah, it. How you play dice? <laughs> Show me. You got, you some, got money? some money? What nah, the money? Gotta I ain't do got with no money, game. bro. You want to play for your life? <laughs> no, I'm straight. I'm going to my. I'm going back upstairs. I'm straight. How do you want to play dice? I'm straight. Hey, uh, shit, I would, this is embarrassing, but I'm going to tell it anyway. <laughs> I was like six, maybe five. A lot of my family stayed in Project for a while, so I, I used to go down there because I, I didn't have a brother. <clears throat> At the time, I didn't know about my brother, but I didn't have a brother, so my mom would send me with my cousin Cousins, Leroy right. to the projects to get tough and shit. So I was like five, maybe six, and they stayed on 55th and Quincy, right in that corner building and shit. And um, they had been telling me about the fucking green lady for like two days straight. Just <laughs> keep telling me these stories. Every night, I swear to God, I walked in the bathroom. It, it was roaches on the ceiling. <clears throat> Not saying my house, we never had roaches, right? right? I turned on the light, bro. Roaches start falling. Mind you, I'm like five and six. I want to go home. I want to go home. They're like, nah, nigga, you got to toughen up, little nigga. Get tough. You know what I'm saying? This this, this how we got to live. All right. I can deal with that. Just don't go in the bathroom. I'm, I'm, I'm pissed outside. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool with this. I can deal with that. So they have been telling me about this green lady for like two days straight, man. So on the third day, because I was over there like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I was supposed to stay to Sunday. <clears throat> I'm, they all sleep. I'm up. 
I can't go to sleep. There's fucking roaches everywhere. It, I'm telling you, it's a crazy environment. There's a lot of kids in there. It's shit going on. It, it's all type of shit going on, man. So, Roy passed out. If I'm six, he... 13, 14. But he wild, though. He, right. like, off the porch already and shit. So, he passed out. I'm woke. I look out the window. I see the green lady, bro. Now, I don't know if I was just tired and hallucinating. <laughs> I can't I can't tell you. I I I for sure 100% believe I seen the green lady like on the little it's like it be like little ledges and shit. It was like little ledges on the project and shit. I see her. Man, I'm so fucking terrified. I go lay on this nigga back. <laughs> ball up on this nigga back and go to sleep, bro. He woke up like, what the fuck type gay shit you want? <laughs> nigga, I was so scared, bro. I was so scared, man. Wow. And I had to go back every summer. I had to go stay in the projects. Every... But after a while, it was just like, oh, this ain't shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know the little niggas down there. I didn't got beat up enough and beat up enough people that, you know what I'm saying? Now I'm cool. It's just Dave from up the way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's Leroy cousin. Stay away from him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He protected. Don't yeah. worry about it. Meech was still down there, active as fuck. Shout out Meech. Yeah. yeah. But I was, I was, that, that shit was fun time. Yeah. The projects ain't nothing to play with, man. And, and, and if you're it's, not from in there, that's when you get that type of treatment, that type of treatment. But if you know everybody in there, it's a beautiful place to be. You want to play for your life? You want to play for your life, though. Yeah, but, uh, to get back on track, fuck it. I can listen to Richard Pryor back then. You know what I'm saying? And um, get that comedy. I'm saying like when I was like 14, 15. But Paul Mooney, I, I mean, I couldn't. I was like, what is this dude doing? Like, these ain't really jokes. Just like reality. <laughs> yeah. But as I got older, I was just seeing like, oh, he's exposing shit. He's like a real one, real one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To where the uncomfortable you uncomfortableness you feel is what you should feel about the situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in that you 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 see the comedy of it. Yeah. You see the the where me poking fun at this and making you feel uncomfortable is gonna have you leaving here with a, a thought. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just tap tap into your psyche a little bit. Yeah, let you let you know that nigga, when you walk up out of here, you ain't just get jokes. You got the reality of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, everybody gave him his flowers while he was here, so I'm pretty sure it was a heart attack. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure in those last moments when he was thinking, "Oh shit," he was like, "Oh yeah," but I left a legacy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how it be. That's one of them dudes who can go out with a smile. Yeah, and shout out my shout out my uncle Mike Michael Lovelace. Um, I, I want to shout out his, he has a website that you can go to if you're inquiring about his artwork or if you want to talk to somebody about exhibits or anything. Um, and you go on there and you can uh, basically look through a little few galleries of some things that he has done. And then you also get the information of where to um, get those um, those paintings if you're trying to inquire. Because I know a lot of people trying to inquire about his paintings. A lot of his fans, like, say they've been trying to get his work. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of that stuff is for sale now. And We'll yeah. put a, a tag in the description. Yeah, well, I'll tag in the description. But, yeah. So, uh, yeah, shout out to him and... Um, to all his fans and all the people who um, support supported him through his whole career, um, just to give him a few more things that people can tap into, and, uh, if you wanted to, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <clears throat> uh, what else going on in the news? Um, Your boy uh, Kwame Brown. Oh man, he going ham. That's a show. That that dude, <laughs> shout out that dude for putting up so much content. I could talk about this dude four hours, yeah. man. This dude is hilarious. If you don't know, Kwame Brown was the first overall draft pick out of high school. Um, Jordan picked him. He um, 
was like 17 or something when he got in the league. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he played for 10 years, um, maybe 12. Um, but there's a podcast called All the Smoke with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. And uh, I didn't hear the the whole podcast, but they they were saying he was a bust. Mm. He was like a wasted talent, never could do nothing, couldn't dribble, couldn't shoot. And um, he came out with just YouTube. He started a YouTube channel. That All The Smoke podcast is pretty good, pretty big. I think it's on, I don't know what network is on, actually. It might be on Barstool. But um, he just put out a YouTube channel, and he has been roasting these dudes so much, man. He has been killing them. Um, Stephen A. Smith is now a part of it. Um, Charlemagne had um, went on a breakfast club and was telling people <clears throat> that they shouldn't play with Kwame Brown because his father had murdered somebody, his brother had murdered somebody, and another one of his brothers had murdered um or shot his baby mama or something. And he fucking cooked Charlemagne. <laughs> he fucking cooked this dude. I like Charlemagne. I'm a fan. I, I understand what he did for the culture. Um but sometimes he do. He he put his he put his foot in his mouth and now he gotta live with it. And Kwame Brown is fucking seven feet tall. Yeah, huge. <laughs> this dude is a fucking monster. Huge. And he is calling these dudes so many disrespectful <laughs> words and names, man. Uh, they all types of he, bitches. He called him a rapist and then came back and said, Charlemagne sent a cease and desist from some lawyers, so he can't call him a rapist. And he, uh, Charlemagne had an incident with a young lady and he pled to, uh, when he was 20 with a 15 year old and he pled, pled to delinquency of a minor. And this dude went in so hard on this dude, man. I mm. think, I mean, it, it has been coming up. People have brought it up before. Uh, it's a dude named Star. He used to be on Hot 9-7. He a DJ, but he took his shit elsewhere. He had brought it up like two years ago. And Charlemagne was calling it a smear campaign. But hearing that lady's testimony, which she could be lying, you know, I don't know, but you can't doubt her. That it, obviously something happened. You know what I'm saying? He wouldn't have been charged if nothing happened. But hearing that story and hearing her testimony was just crazy, man. Yeah, that was, that was something crazy to hear. And, I mean, it does it doesn't seem like a false situation because of the emotion that she poured into it but at the end of the day um the way it was handled is the reason why Charlemagne is still out here you know what I'm saying but at the end of the day uh, everybody has demons yeah and if they come out and that was 15 years ago and not to say it's cool I I I definitely don't agree with it 20-year-old being with a 15-year-old in no way. Right. I don't think that's ever cool. I'm not going to think that's cool. But hypothet- I, he told his side of the story. And it was, he, he, I don't, I'm, I'm not quoting. I'm, this is just what I remember. He had a party. His dudes called some girls over. He thought they were grown. Chick got drunk. He didn't smash. He didn't smash when his boy smashed or something. But he was like in the room or some shit. <clears throat> then he found out she was fit. She was younger. He never really. He thought they were grown. You know what I'm saying? Because his dudes brought him around or whatever. And he should have checked his boys or whatever. So it it was a time back then when it wasn't this me too shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we. We didn't know about rape culture. Right. You know what I'm saying? So shit was a little wild. Like a, a lot of these <laughs> stars was dibbing and dabbing in that culture of it though, because it was a thing to do. Yeah. Drug and dropping 
drinks, dropping pills and girls' drug uh, drinks and doing all that shit. Dude, that was a thing. Yeah, you know what I'm that, saying? Luckily, that I, I, I'm somehow our our generation like skipped that and, and went back to it though. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Skipped it, but it like skipped, that was never uh, maybe maybe for other people, but that was never a part of nobody I ever yeah. hung around was no. fucking drugging girls. No, you just, the work, the best thing you could do is just get her drunk. <laughs> yeah, I, I can feed you a whole bunch of liquor and get you wasted, <laughs> which is kind of rape culture, though. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, <laughs> we was just having this conversation. You wouldn't even want it. We were listening to uh, the young lady. In the Charlemagne accusation, um, she was giving an interview, I guess you would call it. And we were both like, I wouldn't even want to fuck a girl who was like passed no, out. No, I don't. Like, I, if I can't. That's weird. If you can't participate in what we're doing, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be at any way aroused by this situation. I don't even want you sloppy drunk. Like, you can get a buzz. I want you to know that this is going to happen. Cause like we always say, women have the power in yeah. a relationship. If you she get drunk, let you bang, she got a boyfriend, she wake up in the morning, she can say you raped her. What do you have to prove you didn't? Yeah. Especially if you if you didn't use a condom, you know what I'm saying? Your DNA in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She ain't gotta have no marks. He fucking got me drunk. I was passed out and he fucked me. What can what can you do? If it's just y'all two in the room. You can't do shit. Dude, I must start walking around with a body cam on. Hey, that's what you got. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you got like, listen, dude, this is the night. And this is how I went. <laughs> the funniest shit is this nigga Boosie said, don't be talking to no niggas. <laughs> don't get raped. <laughs> this nigga told his girl, don't be talking to no... You, you about to sit on the bench and just chill? All right. Don't be talking to no niggas. You know I wouldn't talk to no niggas. I'm antisocial. All right. <laughs> don't get raped. <laughs> don't get raped. <laughs> no, because my girl... Look, so this this morning, because she called me, because me and Dave left early this morning. She was still asleep. So when by the time... Probably like 12, 11.30 came. She kind of called me and was like, where are you and Dave at? Because I see Dave's car, but I don't see yours. And I'm like, oh, we just left the gun show. We on our way back now. All right. She's like, all right. She's like, well, I'm about to go and get some a sandwich from this corner. And I'm going to sit at the bench on the corner and eat my sandwich and just chill. And I'm like, all right. Don't be talking to no niggas. You know what I'm saying? Because you sitting on the corner at a bench on Lee Road. Nigga, you're going to get beeps and the hunks and all types of shit coming past there. So don't be talking to no niggas. And then she like, I'm into antisocial. I said, well, don't get raped, man. Because she walks. All right, so she walks. So I got stories with her where she always say, like, I'm, I'm, I'll am i be walking and I'll get somebody hunking a horn at me. And they be in, like, a van or it can be random cars. But she said, I always get, I don't know who they are, but I always wave. And I'm like, man, you gonna get raped on? <laughs> you gonna get raped on Lee Rose? She's like, how am I gonna get raped in this broad daylight? I'm like, dude, at three o'clock in the afternoon, on <laughs> one of know. the busiest streets in Cleveland. But then it, it's a path on her walk that some people go down in these little wood areas where it's like a path down there. And I seen people running, and then they go down in this little wooded area. And she says she's seen the path, so I was like. Don't go down there. You're going to get raped. <laughs> I'm not. He not. You know, as we walking through no paths in the woods and thinking, I seen people go down there running. I know it's people just going down. You never know who waiting and lurking. Just like, yeah, I'm going to give me one. That's got to be a crazy thing for females. <laughs> we should probably talk about this with Moni. Yeah. Walking around knowing that you could be raped. You can like, be we don't, abducted. We think we can be jumped, shot. It never was into our mind about great, right? right. <laughs> it, it it must be hard for a female to like go out and like like say a girl coming to to the the party yesterday. Yeah, and she just with her friend and her friend walk off, and she just left around all these dudes. You think they think about like, man, I can't fucking really drink. I got to watch my drink. Because the, the one chick kept saying, like, watch my drink. I'm like, who do you think trying to, like, I'm not saying nothing wrong about her. 
but she wasn't the most attractive person there. Yeah. I'm like, who do you think I'm trying to drug? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't and nobody about you to touch sit, your shit. Yeah, that that wherever you want. Wherever you Ain't nobody touching it. If anything, it'll get through away. But <laughs> me being insensitive, shit, if a nigga's stalking, that's who he might go after. Yeah. yeah. We don't have to think about that thing. And that's a weird thing to have to think about. Yeah, fucking man. rape. Raping and somebody drugging your drinks and all that shit. Like, we never really thought about that type of stuff. Mm-mm. And girls have to think about that type of stuff. Like, you have to be... Like, I see it when I be at the bar. Somebody had a cup sitting there but they're in, with their little straw in it. But then they'll put, like, a paper towel over it. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, they don't want their shit to be touched. Don't touch my shit. Uh, I I guess we don't never have to think about that. Yeah, that's that's the crazy situation. Yeah, we'll talk about the, talk about that more, Moni, because she'll be able. She always out and about doing shit. Yeah. How does she deal with that? Yeah, yeah. I gotta remember to talk about that. Hell yeah. <clears throat> but what would you telling me about LeBron now? He, he no, got LeBron got caught at the party with uh, Drake and uh, Michael B. Jordan. You know, they was at this basketball game. When they played uh, Golden State, so they was there. But then I guess it was like an after party, probably. And Brian got caught in one of the pictures. Boom! You don't supposed to be out. You know that. You know you ain't supposed to be yeah, out. Yeah, because they they I think they suspended Lou a game yeah. and fined him like fifty. Yeah. So now the NBA is looking into that. In the situation. playoffs too. Ooh. Yeah, you do, tripping though? Do you get fined a game? In the playoffs, they, can the NBA do that to LeBron? They can do that to LeBron. LeBron's part of the NBA, and you have a contract with the NBA. And if you get found out that you're doing some crazy stuff that you're not supposed to be doing, you have to be held accountable. Tommy Brown asked that question, like, huh. "Yeah, <laughs> huh, LeBron, what are they gonna do to you, yeah. Mister NBA?" Yeah, I mean, you got. It's crazy though how all these NBA ex NBA players and NBA players are like having a voice more than usual. You know what I'm saying? Because back in the day, before social media and all that, they really didn't have a voice. They just went out there and played basketball. And unless you were getting interviewed by the interviewers, you was able to get your rants out here and there. Now you got instant Now you got instant TikTok. rants. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can Twitter. rant whenever I want to, and I can tell how I feel about anything in any coach or any organization. You know what I'm saying? It might be at the be- It might be the best for me. It might be the worst for me. But I can do it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I want. I- I'm interested in seeing what they. What do they it. gonna do with LeBron? Yeah. During these playoffs, like how 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 much equity do he really own in the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> how much money he really got? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that's that's a big one right there that we 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 gonna keep an eye out on, and see what the see what they do to that guy. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's gonna be pretty damn interesting. Yeah, man. I ain't got too much more for y'all today. We had a big weekend. Hopefully, you had some big weekends coming up. Um, get out and do something, man. Yeah, Anything. Man. Go for a walk. Like, he was just, don't get raped. <laughs> Especially my females. Don't get raped, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I, that's just something for all females. Hey, we're not joking about rape. Yeah. We, I don't want to fucking get canceled. We were no, but at the end of the day, rape. you see what's going on. People yeah. are being human trafficked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. niggas is getting pulled up in some shit. Yes. Broad daylight. Like, she's saying broad daylight. Like, that can't happen. But it can happen. What the fuck? Who was I just talking about? Somebody was just talking about a real, like, a dude. I was at I was at the barbershop. <clears throat> I, w- I went to this new barbershop. And, um... A girl was telling a story about a six-year-old boy in East Cleveland. One day, he was selling candy, and somebody snatched him up, took him to a house, two dudes, locked him in the bathroom, took all the money he had from the candy, locked him in the bathroom, and he was able to go through a window, go down a fire escape, and run home. And he had, like, a scar and um, I guess his father went looking for the dudes, but they wasn't at the house. It was like a band or something. And um, the dude, she was like, hey, do you remember what they look like? And he was like, I could still see them in my head now, like, but I have never seen them again. And I was thinking, like, what the fuck was they about to do with a six-year-old boy? Dude, you never know. 
I was listening to the story because the the barber <clears throat> who owned it is from Brooklyn, and we was telling all these crazy stories and shit. And he was like, I guess in the Bronx is a thing where people just kidnap people and fucking take organs. And I'm like, what? I never heard about that. But when I start Googling it, I think it's a real thing, it's a thing. bro. Wow. Like, this human trafficking shit is scary. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, when they found them 90 people in that house, dude, I was like, dude, it's really something going on out here that's really, like, not being talked about but being talked about. And it's like... Well, it's, what we gonna do? What is we trying to do with this situation? Like Epstein Island and fucking... This shit is crazy. People bro. coming up missing and you ain't seen, heard about that missing story for never. Nigga, I'm going taken for mine. I'm telling you, Man. I ain't got a lot, but I do have this one particular skill, and yeah. I promise you. Oh, man, Jesus. Y'all be safe. Uh, it's the GB7 podcast. Lock in. It's the GB7.